Don't want to miss tonight's show, week one preview in the books. Stay tuned to figure out how to set your week one lineups. Here with us on The Russell. Outstanding. Welcome back to the Russell, everyone. Glad you could join us once again. Big homie Ooze here and the law back from vacation. And we're ready to go with our first in-season episode. We've got weekly previews and reviews coming to you all season long. How you guys doing tonight? Feeling good, man. Um, excited for football. Uh I got bets in. Uh, I got six teams to manage. Um, so let's get it. And I got a draft at 6.45 tonight. <laughs> Out- Outstanding. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. Totally forgot about that one. So we're going to do our best to see how many games we can get through tonight. Um, we'll do this each, you know, each week for your our preview. And then the review after each, you know, games have taken place we'll kind of go through you know what happened over the weekend uh waiver wire pickups cardiac cat segments and basically what to expect and we'll be bringing to you in-season tips as well so let's just get you know right into things uh before we get into the news remember guys follow us uh, social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, our website, TikTok. Follow, you know, all your roster up NFL teams at rosterupmedia.com. We're adding more teams, hopefully, even during the season. And if you, you know, like to participate, reach out if you don't see your team being covered. But let's get into the news. Ooze, take it away. Yes, sir. Let's go. So we got the news. Uh, I was going to do, we were talking before the show, um, the ending of Hard Knocks. It was garbage. Okay. It was, it was, I mean, they took, I think, 30 minutes just to show us the stadium and the complexes and all that stuff. Um, nothing much, no drama, no, like even the, they, they didn't even do the releases, I think. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it was boring, but. Going into that, you know, Dak's arm, obviously good. He's playing tonight. You know, we got football back. Um, glad to see it, you know. So, um, excited. You know, we got a lot of fancy players, fancy relevant players playing tonight, you know. So, you know, with C.B. Lamb and, you know, Amari Cooper and uh, Zeke, you know, those guys that, you know, your boy Law, you know, was, you know, hating but loving at the same time. I drafted them all to ensure, <laughs> to ensure that they failed. So it was a sacrifice was... I was willing to make. <laughs> so um, no more soreness with, with Dak. His arm is good, um, and he's a full goal tonight. CB Lamb, uh, Carson Wentz, and Zach Pascal. So the Colts had some close contact. They're back, um, and they're also full goals. CB Lamb obviously used a full goal. Um, Ryan Tannehill came off the COVID contact list. So we're trending towards a full, you know, season besides Zach Martin, which is one of those guys tonight that are, 
you know, it's a close contact um, COVID protocol, not playing tonight. That will affect the, the, the uh, offensive line for uh, the Cowboys. Will probably going to affect Zeke's running game because he's the one of the best guards in the NFL. So we'll see how that happens. See how that goes. T.Y. Hilton, he's on the IR, has a back issue, um, had a procedure done. He was going to be out for six weeks, which elevates the um, Colts wide receiver core, Pittman, Paris Campbell, Zach Pascal, you know, maybe even Jack Doyle and Molly Cox, if you are still out there drafting. Um, the Saints and Packers, they're playing in Jacksonville due to the hurricane. So the Saints was supposed to have a home game, um, but the hurricane messes up the stadium. Um, they won't be able to play till uh, I think the first week of October. I think that's what was said out there. So this is a neutral game. It's not really a home game for the Saints. So that line might be pushing towards uh, the Packers um, even more. I think the line, I think the money line is 370 when I last checked. Um, unfortunately, Cam Newton out, Mac Jones in. You know, it's me and me and the law had a little you know tussle about the the bet to see how if it's still valid or not. But you know, it is what it is. You know, so um, Saquon, good good uh chance to play week one. Uh, who was who else was trending towards week? Curtin Sutton also trending trending to, to play week one. Um, one thing back to the Saints, uh, Twycon Smith was absent from today's practice, which uh, is very weird because he's the number two or number one uh, next to um, Callaway. So we have to see where that goes. Um, today's tonight's game, Chris Godwin off of the injury list. Full goal today as well, so we're we're looking good. Um, not so good for the Ravens fans. They're losing. They lost four running backs, I believe. It was Gus Edwards, J.K. Dobbins, um, and uh, uh, I'm missing one, right? Or not? Or there's only two. No, there was. I feel like I'm missing one. Oh, Justin Hill. Yep. Just Justice Hill. All go down. They picked up. Uh, Le'Veon, who's in practice squad right now, which is once after their today, I think there's transactions to put the other two in IR and then elevate those guys from practice um, from practice squad to to the regular uh, squad. Also, Devontae Freeman was picked up to the practice squad today, um, so we'll see how those two. Uh, if anything, mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson is still your RB one, right? So we'll see we'll see about that. Uh, but it could affect his passing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, for the Giants, Stone Hands, Evan Ingram, trending towards not playing week one, has a calf injury. Uh, Eckler was in pads today, was but on the sideline, did not practice. So we'll see how that goes. Justin Jackson's out there, and um, Joshua Kelly um, are the next two up. Um, for me, That'll be it for really any um, significant news. Did we talk about Swift? Yeah, hey, I was about to say you forgot about uh, Swift. We'll we'll see about Swift. Nothing from the team came out. You know what I mean? Like they they didn't say they're they're not playing them this week. 
but because I think um well why wouldn't a, they play him? Did he catch a body or something? I mean the, I mean well, he's he's accused he's accused for murder. So unless there's a arrest warrant out for him, I think um recently the NFL teams and the NFL themselves have tried to keep the two separate with legal actions, meaning that they will play till an actual legal action happens instead of trying to suspend or put it on the commission exempt list and have them not play for nothing. You know, well, that, that works so well for the Ray Rice incident, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? So it, it, we'll see, but he, he is accused for murder in Philly, you know, because he was trying to protect himself from getting robbed for 50 K allegedly. So, and last bit of news, Mark Peters also went down during practice at Ravens camp. So Mark, they're Marcus losing. Peters, yeah. They, they lose their stone cold lockdown corner over there. Um, they're playing the, we were playing this week uh, on Monday night football, Chicago. Believe, right? They're playing Chicago. So, Allen Robinson might be eating over there. Um, as and a if you drafted start. the Ravens, you might want to start looking, looking, looking at else. that waiver waiver line just in case somebody pops. So we'll we'll see we'll see uh, what happens. What but that that's it for me. All right, guys, let's get into these games. We'll see how many we can run through. First up tonight. You guys might be listening to this either during the game or after, but the first game up is the Cowboys versus the Buccaneers in the season opener. Uh, you know, give me your thoughts about, you know, players, how the game's going to go. This is a high-scoring uh, game predicted by Vegas. Uh, so, you know, give me some insight, guys. Lance, any thoughts? You got all most of all Cowboys on each team. Yeah, well, so what I'm looking for – is that defense for Dallas did not get any better. Um, and it's kind of counterintuitive in the sense that if their defense is horrible, they're going to be playing from behind. They're playing from behind. They better be throwing with Dak, and they better be catching with CeeDee Lamb, Mari Cooper, Michael Gallup, and those, those types. Now, that does possibly hurt Zeke. But Zeke is one of those guys who's going to get his carries on, on the first down, second down. Um, so it's possible that that won't be a problem, but I'm anticipating better passing because they're always coming from behind. Um, you got a lot of, uh, Tampa Bay, uh, wide receivers and players. What do you think about on the Tampa Bay yeah, side? Just like, just like Lance said, I think because of the, um, because of the, uh, defense problems over the Cowboys, I'm looking for Chris Godwin. I'm looking for, you know, Mike Evans, Tom Brady himself, you know, to eat. Uh, I don't think that defensive line is as good as, you know, it could be. Um, even just watching Hard Knocks, I know they have problems on the edge. So, you know, Lenny and Ronald, let's see what they do this this today. You know what I mean? So you're, you're definitely starting all, all both uh, Cowboys starters and uh, Bucks starters tonight. All right. Um, let's go. Let's go. Arizona at Tennessee Sunday at one should be a high scoring game. Give me your thoughts about, you know, Julio, D hop, Henry and, you know, Murray and T Tannehill. Yeah, I think the same thing with uh, when it goes to Arizona. Um, I don't believe in their defense. So for 
Tennessee, you're starting AJ Brown, you're starting King Henry, Ryan Tannehill, yes, and Julio. You know, those are your must starts on on that team. Um, and then we go over to uh, uh, Arizona, Chase Edmonds, yes, and uh, D Hop. Any anybody else, I would definitely steer away. Uh, Kyler Murray, maybe, but I believe in the Tennessee Titans uh, defense. They're going to be stout. And it's a home game. Lance, what do you think about Julio? First game, new team, trying to win a ring, all those jazz. You kind of on the fence with him, believe in him, off that bandwagon? Uh, Julio's one of those ones that I, I wanted to crap on ever since he was drafted because I was a big Roddy White fan. Um, I was wrong. He was great as a rookie. He wasn't, he wasn't Randy Moss great, but he was great. And then the second year, he was greater, he was better, better. It just kept getting better year after year. His big thing is injury. And if his injury is going to be coming back, if he's going to have the, the hamstring, if he's going to have anything with his foot, uh, we saw it happen to Antonio Gates, take a player who was so great, so unstoppable, and make them almost unusable, not just in a physical for that team, but also for your fantasy. Um, that is always the problem with Julio is his physical limitations related to his injuries. And if he can stay healthy, it'll be helpful, but it's not going to make a whole lot of difference to Tannehill because he still has AJ Brown there. Um, so I think Julio is really down to his health. All right. Let's just keep it moving. I got Cleveland at Kansas city up next, and this is just high because I'm just going to assume that every Kansas City game is going to be like predicted high scoring by Vegas because it's mm -hmm. Kansas City. So we've got OBJ and Landry, Hardman, uh, Chubb and Hunt. You know, but we uh, saw that playoff game. That playoff game was not high scoring. No, I mean the Chiefs won, but the Chiefs it was it was down to their backup quarterback making that first down mm -hmm. in order for them to keep to keep a hold on that game. I think it was low. It was below the uh, the money the the um, uh, the combined score. Uh, if you had taken the over, you were you were lost for that game because it was definitely under. Um, so do you predict if Cleveland's defense got any better from last year? It might be another hard a hard push for them. Okay, yeah, that's going to be my next question. Do you think that's going to be replicated to you know this weekend, or we're going to uh, see a little bit more scoring? I feel like we're going to see a little bit more scoring. You know they. The Chiefs opened up at six and a half. Now it's five and a half. Um, there are they are at home, um, and we're not playing in the cold, right? We're still in that summer fall weather at the Chiefs, so everybody's healthy on that side. Um, we're coming out of camp, so that five and a half now six. Well, six and a half now five and a half. Well, Vegas is actually saying that hey, they're going to be scoring out there more than, and winning more than a touchdown here. So um, when it comes to uh, Tyreek Hill, Travis, Pat, uh, Clyde is uh, t trending well. He was he was not trending well before with his injury. So I think we're we're going to be looking good to to, to, to uh, on Sunday. And that offensive line, every single person is a different person from last year. Yeah, that's a new offensive line there. And then yeah. they're not just a different person; they're no longer zone blocking. They're man to man. So it could be early on. These offensive linemen need to – they're either going to click 
or they need to learn each other. They got to learn each other. You know, so I mean? got, Miles Garrett. I'm expecting the first game yeah. to still be rough. Maybe yeah. two, three weeks, yeah. it's going to be rough. Later on, you'll see the full potential, but yeah. I think it's still going to be rough. Yeah, okay. Lance is right. It's going to be rough because, you know, they're not – if it was maybe like the Dolphins or somebody, like, but like that defensive line on the other side, not that great. But, you know, when you have Miles Garrett, a freak of nature, coming off with a brand-new offensive line, with the Chiefs, and Jadavion Clowney on the other Clowney side. on the other side. You know, what I mean, you're looking, you're looking for sacks, like hopefully four or five sacks from you know between the two of them. Mm-hmm. So last thing on this game, OBJ Landry. You know, Kansas City defense is pretty good, um, and Hunt. Any any like tilt on those guys not to play them? Are we still going to start all of them? If you got a little flex position with, you know, Kareem Hunt and some other running back, say like Ronald Jones or Miles Gaskin or someone like that, someone you draft in that round, who are you kind of going with? Uh, so the Kareem Hunt is is a mystery to me because he's he has been draft been drafted like so, um, so high, and also him being drafted so high. He's uh sharing sharing the load with Nick Chubb, right? Nick Chubb is number one. Yep. You know, so for me, if if you go off of the ADP, Cream Hunt, Ronald Jones, Cream Hunt, James Robinson, I'm going to go with with the latter, um, because of the fact that they're not sharing the rock, and they're number ones. Well, Ronald Jones is. But I'll probably go Green Mountain with Ronald Jones, but not over James Robinson. Lance, any thoughts? Uh, yeah, so Hunt's one of those hard ones. Um, he he produces enough that if you're, you're using him as a flex, he's going to be a high, a high floor. He's not going to be a high ceiling, though. Um, so if you've got a, core, uh, a wide receiver that you think has a high ceiling, you want to take that, it's better to, to – risk at the beginning of the season than later on when you're definitely going to be making even more cautious picks um, than just the ones that we tell you about. But in the beginning of the season, take that flyer. If you've got somebody who you think is going to pop off, if you drafted Antonio Brown expecting him to to outdo Micah Evans and Chris Godwin on the season, well, then put him in instead of Kareem Hunt. You've got Kareem Hunt there already. You drafted him. He's sitting on your bench. He's not out there on a waiver wires. No league, and you would have to have six teams, the sixteen <laughs> league, in order for Kareem Hunt to be still sitting out there. Um, but as far as starting them, maybe go with somebody who's going to have a higher uh, ceiling than somebody with such a high floor. Kareem Hunt's right, great. I'm, He's going to get you your points. Lance, I'm going to give you five names and have a little fun here. Uh, Kareem Hunt or Damian Harris? Damian Harris. Kareem Hunt or Javante Williams? That's hard. Javante. Hmm. Kareem Hunt or Raheem, or Raheem Mostert? That's uh, hard. Kareem. <laughs> Kareem, okay. Uh, last one around his ADP. Kareem Hunt or Mike Davis? Kareem Hunt. But you're not giving me wide receivers. See, I would no, I'm giving, I'm giving, I'm giving, I'm giving running, back. running back. Yeah, I'm giving you running back over his ADP. Um, right. to see where, you know, where you rank. Well, what uh, I'm thinking is 
you probably don't have both of those people on your team. You probably don't have Mostert and Kareem Hunt because they would have been taken too close together. But if you had Kareem Hunt or, say, um, Chenault sitting out there and you're like, which one do I start in my flex? Put Chenault in because he's got a higher ceiling. Okay. I'll give you three names around his ADP. So his ADP was was, uh, like 49, right? Oh, sorry. Let me let me double check. Cream Hunt's ADP. Um, that sounds uh, right. Round four. 20, it was, yeah. He he's he's the 49th ranked uh, uh, running back, but his ADP was around 24. Okay. And, no, round two. Yeah. The end of round two. That's end way of round too two. High. That's too high. Um, sleeper has him. Sleeper has him as 21, 20, actually. 24. Yeah. What year is this? Is this, this is this year. No. Three years ago? Yeah. This, Back when he was the starter for uh, Kansas City. This year. It's crazy. <laughs> it's not this year. Get out. Well, and, you know, you know the crazy thing? I, I believe it because he was getting drafted very high. Like, you know, I don't want to say – like, it, it says Sleeper has it at 21, but um, he was getting in drafted drafts, third round. Was, in in, third in round. our draft, he was in the fifth round. And in most of the rounds, I've seen him. I've seen him go four to six. Yeah, four. Four four sounds right, but three. I've seen him go twenty-four. Is that's that's wild. So around his twenty-four. Twenty-four means you took him before Josh Jacobs, most likely. Twenty-four. A lot of people did. I've seen it. Took him. I've seen it. And that has to be a full PPR then. Yeah. And that's where you're gonna you're gonna want to make sure. Like so, in those cases, if it's full PPR, Hunt's catching the ball, not. Not not nearly as many to chub. Um, if he's not, if you're not getting the full PPR, again, your your ceilings, your floor on him is even lower. Right. So list those names off, and we'll get to the next game. Yeah, let me get this audio out of my way. But him the most hurt. Yeah, hunt all the way. Yeah. Javante Williams, I would take the flyer on Javante. I would start Javante before him only because I want the upside. Okay, so we'll go to ADP. So, why are we But I'm talking in flex. I'm not talking. Yeah, about that's all. Yeah, I'm going to give you some flex. I'm going to give you some flex options here, um, which is crazy. His, his, uh, one of his partners, uh, Kareem Hunt or OBJ. Ooh. <laughs> Who? <laughs> As, so OBJ on any other team than Cleveland, I would pick OG, OBJ. But on Cleveland, no, I would still go Hunt. Uh, uh, How many times has OBJ gone out there and put up four points? <laughs> How many times has he gone out there and then Cleveland won by like two touchdowns and he only put up six points? Right, I don't want to hear that stuff. Uh, I got, I got uh, three more names. I got uh, Cream Hunt or Jamar Chase. Mm. The rookies, man. I don't know. That gets me. He's a rookie, but he's also not his favorite target. So I'd go hunt. Okay. Um, Kareem Hunt or Jerry Judy? Judy. Kareem Cortland, Hunt or Kenny? Cortland Sutton's back, though. That see, yeah. puts me on the fence. Yeah, yeah but I, still, wide receiver two is still going to be better than running back two. Yeah, point. Last one. Hopefully. Cream, uh, hopefully and I'm just right? talking about the high. We're not talking about yeah. the, 
the seat yeah. of the floor. Yeah. Week 10, uh, week 11, you may be going with the safer bet. Yeah. Kareem, one, Hunt, <laughs> Kareem Hunt or Ken Galladay? Oh, God. After what we saw in preseason, Hunt. Breast sticks, <laughs> sticks legs. Uh, all right. Well, that was interesting. Yeah, it's a little, you know, get a little spice it up, you know, see how, you know, give everybody out there options, you know, where our heads are at, are at. So this next game, I think, was high before all the, you know, players got injured in Baltimore. But this game was the Baltimore at the Raiders. Um, you know, I would say. Is that right? Baltimore Ravers, Raiders. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Before they they killed uh, yeah. every single their running back. Yeah. Um, sorry, lost thought that was a totally different game for some strange reason. But anyway, um, what are we thinking here? We got Josh Jacobs, Darren Waller, um, you know, Lamar Jackson, maybe Le'Veon, maybe Ty Wilson, his nope, uh, nope. Nope, nope to all everyone. The only people I'm worried about in this game is Lamar, uh, Josh Jacobs, Henry Ruggs, maybe because he might be uh, someone's flex. Like he's a flex option. Uh, Josh Jacobs probably RB two for this game. Like you know for your for your team, and Lamar. That's it. Like you like you have to expect them changing their whole offense because their offense is predicated on the running game. You know the RPO. Um, yeah, Bateman won their Bateman's out for the groin. Um, Sammy Watkins is nowhere to be found, basically. So, you know, you're just hoping Lamar breaks one out for 60 yards and a tutty, you know, so just to keep him in there. Any hope for Marquise Brown to make an impact with not, less running? Nope. It's, it's, it's going to be Lamar and Mark Andrews. Lance, how about... I think we've talked about this before, but what about Kenyon Drake taking any production away from uh, Josh Jacobs, especially in this first game? Uh, so my concern with them bringing in Kenyon Drake is that they saw something in Jacobs that they don't trust. Maybe he lost a step. Maybe they think he lost a step. Um, if that's the case, you expect a little bit more sharing of the duties. If not, mid-season turnover. The guy's going to be sitting on the bench while Kenyon's getting most of the, the, the stuff. If you're looking at Josh Jacobs, uh, he better get the lion's share of the carries because that's where he makes his, his points. He does not get it from four or five carries. He gets it from 20-plus carries. So if Kenyon Drake's there and he takes anything above five, six carries, well, Raiders aren't built to run all day long. They only run – anywhere between 25 and 30 times a game. So if what's his name has six carries, you're already in dangerous territory with Josh Jacobs not getting enough, not eating enough to put up those points. Okay. All right, let's go through some more games, see how many we get through. Uh, Seahawks and Colts. Your beloved Colts ooze go up against Russ, and, you know, he's going to try and continue to cook this year. So what we see in there, Carson Wentz, all those guys. Yeah, um, Colts at home. Uh, you know, Seahawks have a bad defense. 
no more Legion Boom out there, always coming back, but they'll also come back with a three-headed monster in Russell, Tyler Lockett, and in um, DK Metcalf. You know, so we'll see about this game. Um, fantasy relevancy, you're looking at uh, Taylor, Naeem Hines for flex, um, Michael Pittman also for flex, uh, and Paris Campbell maybe in deeper leagues for a flex. Um, but you also have over there um, for Seahawks, um, DK, Tyler Lockett. I don't know about Chris Carson. Um, you have to play him because he's going to be RB2 or, or slash RB1 if he goes to the RB. Um, but he is going against a very de- defensive team, you know, for all, one of the only teams that go top 10 in both offense defense with the Colts. Um, so he's might, he might struggle out there with one of the best defenses out there um, and not really good offensive line in the uh, Seahawks. Lance, why don't you take the next game? We'll juggle between games between the two of you. We got Jags and Texans. I know this is going to be a low-scoring game, but there's still going to be fantasy points. Uh, I think Texans went with Tyrod Taylor. I don't know who half of their receivers are. They've got a running back by committee. And then obviously the you know first game, appearance game for Trevor Lawrence. So what are you thinking about the Jags versus Texans? I'm still expecting the Jags to put up high 20s, if not into the 30s. I'm not expecting, and, and this is mainly why. If Houston's going three and out, that defense is going to get white. The defense is going to be so tired by the end of the game that it will actually make that rookie quarterback in Jacksonville look a lot better than he is, look a lot more polished than he might be. Um, that being said, I'm expecting Chenault to, to click. I'm expecting the rookie to put up decent numbers, not starter numbers, but decent numbers for a rookie, right? And I'm expecting the running game to take off for the Jags. I'm hoping that they're getting some points that way and they run down the defense just with them being gassed out there because I don't see how Houston keeps the ball and keeps Jacksonville out on that field. Um, So it's going to be a one-sided game, I hope. Um, it is going to be low scoring, at least from Houston's side. Are we starting anyone on the Texans if we have to? Uh, Brandon Cooks? uh, I mean, if if we have to, like you just said, Brandon Cooks, Anthony Miller, maybe. Um, (laughs) Mark Ingram, If you even drafted any of those guys. Yeah, yo, that's a if you drafted any of those, you know what I mean? Like, if you took I, Brandon Cooks, you took him in like the 15th, 16th round. I mean, you might Brandon Cooks, uh, he's cooked. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I think he's done. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, so for me, maybe I don't if Watson was out there, unless, I, unless, I, God forbid, Tyrod Taylor gets hurt again and they need to put Watson out there. And I'd hate that for Tyrod because he's such a great guy. Right, right. And uh, but <laughs> the, the honest truth is, Tyrod is, he's not a franchise quarterback. No. He is a serviceable quarterback. Yep. And yep, yep, and yep. and that's what the Texans are going with. They'd rather go with serviceable and put somebody out there who's a lightning rod right now. Yeah, we're not really but, starting away from the Texans. <laughs> we're not looking for it. No. Um, Lewis, why don't you take the next game, Eagles? Yeah, and, de- and definitely DJ Shark. We I oh, think yeah. we uh we didn't mention him and um but DJ Shark definitely. 
um, and James James Robinson, obviously, yeah. for for uh, your Jaguars starting. Um, those are all I feel like must starts against a bad four three defense out there. So definitely start those guys. You're not trying to pull anything crazy. Who's want you take the next one? Eagles versus Falcons. Your beloved oh, Kyle is, Pick. Pitts this is this is going to be spicy. Falcons <laughs> Falcons open up. It, so the Eagles are playing the Falcons at uh at Atlanta in Atlanta. Falcons open three and a half. For my betters out there, I'm taking Eagles here. Um, very surprising for me to even say that, but we're looking at a Falcons team that's literally have nothing on defense. You know, we're hope and then my hope is just Jalen Hurts out there hopefully being the quarterback that everybody hopes for, you know what I mean? Um, you know, so, um, Devontae Smith, definitely a flex start for me um, as a wide receiver. Miles Sanders, yes, you you know, he's going to be your RB2. But then on the Falcon side, you're looking at no more, nobody other than Mike Davis, Calvin Ridley, and uh, Kyle Pitts because – these are two bad defenses, just, you know, like for the past two years uh, for both squads. So it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be, you know, like a 21-28 type of game. So those those are your starters for uh, fantasy there. Lance, next up, we got the Chargers and Washington. Chargers and Washington. So if you're streaming a quarterback or you punted on a quarterback – Maybe Fitzmagic is sitting there as your only starter. I expect him to have to go out there and ball. Um, we've got Justin Herbert on the other side. Hopefully he doesn't have a sophomore slump. So then you've got two quarterbacks slinging it back and forth. Um, Eckler, like we said earlier, he was limited and didn't show up or actually didn't practice. Um, unfortunately, he's probably your first or second round pick. And not starting them is not an option, not first week of the season. Um, but I expect more passing to be the name of the game in this this one. Um, you're going to want to get passes to get it around um, that that monster on the Washington uh, defensive line. You're not going to want to run into them. You're not going to want to uh, keep that ball back there for a long time. So you're going to have a lot of under routes. So I'm expecting Keenan Allen to chew it up. I'm expecting um, Mike Williams maybe not to, to pop this game. There's not going to be a lot of sitting there waiting for the pass to develop. So Mike Williams is probably not going to be a hot hand this time, but Keenan Allen will be. Uh, on the other side, we're expecting McLaren. We're expecting um, Gibson. Uh, Logan Thomas. We're yeah. expecting Gibson to, to run on them too. Um, pound, pound the clock, catch stuff out of the backfield. And Fitzpatrick is not somebody who doesn't check down the running backs. He did a lot with Miles Gaskin last year. If you had him, you saw it. Those games where he had, he was in there and he was healthy. And before he caught COVID and had a problem with that, he was catching it and putting up 14, 16 points as a running back that you picked up off the waiver wire. Because we know you didn't draft him. We yeah, know you didn't draft him last year. Definitely. Just, just, and just for that Logan Thomas, I think that's going to be a, a very hidden gem on that game um, because I think he's going to pop off this week due to the fact that Curtis Samuel is injured and that was their number two. 
So it's going to go Scary Terry, then Logan Thomas. And if he starts off with a hot start, he's going to continue that through this season. He and started off magic. late. And it's magic yeah, loves just, his, and like, just like Law said, he's, it's, it's, it's magic, man. Like he yeah. loves he loves to throw the ball. So Logan Thomas being a big target and not having Curtis Samuel on the other side, has to, that's, that's his second option right there. Yeah. And last year when he was working with, uh, with Kaseki, Kaseki was – Eaten. A monster. He was a Eaten. monster. He was top five. Which, which so which, expect which hurts. Logan Thomas to be right up there with it. Yeah, which hurts because I, I don't know if you guys know this, but I've noticed a lot that Kaseki was falling. Yeah, you know, in, in drafts this year. You know what I mean? And I is it more and I think it's more of who's throwing of, it to him. Exactly. Who's throwing it to him, you know, and I it, it's it it tells a story about how people think about Tua and Hopefully this hopefully Sunday he comes out and you know proves everybody wrong. But that's it was crazy how Kaseki just kept on dropping and dropping and dropping and all these other, you know, I I've, I've seen Tyler Higby get picked before. I'm like, I'm like, this is craziness. Yeah. All right. Next game. Ooze, we got Steelers, the debut oh, of uh, Najee Harris and you mean the Steelers game. The baby. Bills. We've got Josh Allen and that red hot offense from last year. I mean, you have – I mean, your must-starts are Josh Allen. I mean, you, Josh Allen is a – set it and forget it, right? You're you're putting him on your QB, and you're not even thinking about it until bye week, right? And he might even have more points than your streaming quarterback, to, you know, on, on bye week. You know, so, you know, you have Josh Allen sitting there. Um, Stephon Diggs, absolute start. Again, he's your first-round pick, maybe even second round, depending on, you know, your 12-11 spot, right? That's a must-start. And then there's nobody else. Zach Zach Moss, you went zero RB, yes, but you know they don't run the ball. It's unfortunate, but the the Bills do not run the ball. They don't like running the ball, um, and it's a shame. PPR, if you're in a full PPR, half PPR, um, in a flex spot, uh, Cole Beasley, you know, what I mean that may be a good flex because it's a PPR league. But besides that, on the Bills, that is it. Um, now on to the Steelers. This is a watch and and see how this goes. Okay. You're not, there's not really any besides Najee Harris, maybe Deontay Johnson. Well, yes, Deontay Johnson, because of the fact that he's the first wide receiver off the board for the Steelers, right? Um, <laughs> that, that's that's probably your, your wide receiver two. Some people wide receiver one, some people's love of their lives, you know. And I'm talking to you, Lance. You know, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know what I mean? So um you're anybody Clay, Claypool, you're probably benching. Um, and Juju, you probably have better options, but he might be your flex as a number two. Um, but Big Ben, you're not streaming him, you're not even touching him. Like it's a, again, it's a game that we want to really watch and see how new quote unquote slim Ben is. But Deontay Johnson, Najee Harris is is the way to go. Lance, we've got the 49ers in Detroit and possible DeAndre Swift, you know, murdering issues. They got a new head coach in Detroit. And uh, is Trey Lance starting for the Niners? No, Trey Lance. No, it, it was very murky. It sounded like Garoppolo. It didn't sound convincing. Um, that being said, it could have an effect on Brandon Ayuk. I would not start. 
Garoppolo, and you have no reason to start uh, Trey Lance either if you picked him up as a flyer at the end of your draft. Um, that being said, maybe the 49ers are ones that are not going to be trending up this week. Uh, on the other side, I don't like that other side either. I mean, the Lions, I'm not really sure until what I see in the season, but you're running backs a question on whether he's going to end up playing this week. Um, I don't know if they've actually announced whether he was sitting, but if, if we've got um, no running game, Jared Goff is, is kind of cooked. I mean, he doesn't throw downfield enough. He's not going to push the ball. So it's going to be a very managed game. It's going to be low scoring. Don't expect a whole lot of offensive points. However, on the other side, you could expect some defensive points, especially if they're keeping them down and keeping the yardage down. Um, so those defenses could be good. If you've got 49ers, maybe take that. Expect maybe some miscommunications, maybe some additional sacks or interceptions this week um, against Jared Goff. Yeah, that's a very good thing to point out. <clears throat> the defense, you know, is a part of the league and it can win you games. Um, so it's good to kind of take a look at any defenses laying out there on the wavy waiver wire and maybe compare it to the defense you have now. A lot of people took the Browns because they, you know, had a good defense last year, but, you know, they're playing the Chiefs the first game. So yeah, maybe you yeah, don't want to yeah. take that. Maybe they get you negative points. So maybe, uh, you know, you take a flyer on the 49ers. So things to keep in mind as you're setting your lineups for the the weekend. All right. Let's see how many else we can get through. We got next up, Ooze, Vikings and Bengals. Uh, we've got Burrow coming off of that injury. And now reunited with Jamar Chase. A lot of people took him a little early in drafts. And then we got, you know, Kirk Cousins, Dalvin Cook, all those guys, Justin Jefferson, hopefully yeah. no more sophomore slumps. So tell us what you see there. Yeah. So, I mean, for the Viking side, you know, besides streaming a quarterback, like like before, if you went, you know, if you punted on quarterback Kirk Cousins um, against a bad Bengals team. Um, but Alan Thielen, Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, all, you know, locked and loaded must starts. No problem. Um, when it goes to Bengals, man, I think the only person you're really, really looking for is Joe Mixon. You know, yeah, I know uh, T. Higgins ADP was around sixth round, right? Five, fifth or sixth round. So he's probably your wide receiver two slash flex. Jamar Chase was going ahead of him. A quote from Jamar Chase really had me uh, tweaking, let's just say. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, he, you know, he, he, yeah, because, because, <laughs> yeah, Lance, you know what I mean? Like, because he, he put out a statement about his drops. You know what I mean? He said it was hard to catch an NFL ball because he doesn't have the stripes. Because in college balls, they have the stripes on the um, football so you can see or, or whatever. But he said it's hard to catch an NFL ball because it doesn't have the stripes. And Isn't the NFL ball smaller? Uh, I don't think so. And if it is, it's, 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 it's not by much. I did not know this. Hmm. Yeah. So you look at if you look at NFL ball just as a just pure pick skin. If you look at the um, uh, college ball, it has the stripes like uh, like the ones you buy at like uh, Dick's yeah. or whatever. So he he put up the statement saying the reason why I dropped the balls is because I can't see the ball <laughs> because of the stripes uh. on it. So just the excuse itself. 
you know, <laughs> I think he's one so of the. So we're gonna have a paint plate, uh, paint, uh, paint eight this year. Yo, be painting the balls. Oh my and... god, I'm telling you, Lance. It's, it's, <laughs> when when I heard that statement, it is very very shocking. It's like, hey, this guy came from LSU, really, and we yeah. drafted him. We're just, and people are drafting him, you know, four or five. You know, so yeah. Well, I, is he is he startable? Because of his ADP, people are going to start him. But I, I hope you know by you guys listening to us, you're not going to start him this week. You know that's not a startable wide receiver, and you want to see how they go. Joe Burrow only threw three, like had three downs in preseason, coming off a, a major injury. So you want to see how he reacts to getting hit, actually hit. So Jamar Chase definitely not started this week. Um, but everybody else, yeah. I will so say, what, what do, you, do you guys have any concerns about this this draft class of wide receivers? Because I know uh, going into the draft, they were widely touted, and they were like, "Oh, who's going to be the new Justin Jefferson? Who's going to be the yeah?" New? And now I'm starting to think with the, not seeing enough of Devontae Smith, knowing what Waddle is and who's throwing the Waddle, and then seeing Jamar Chase dropping balls left and right. I'm so, I'm a little worried about those wide receiver class and how highly talented it was. And did did these some of these teams do themselves as disservice? No, yeah, by trading up for them and yeah, I'm definitely worried about it. And it's it's weird because you say that like Devontae Smith um, situation just not too long ago, a year before him was Jalen Rager, you know, and you drafted a number quote unquote number your number one receiver back to back years. You know, so this this year, am I scared about those top tier, those round one wide receivers? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I was getting ready to say this before Lance said that um, you got to go into week one, especially for rookies and guys that came off of injuries and any coaches change, new offenses, you know, players that are new places to develop side of, you know, their new team or just coming into the NFL, those are things where you got to almost limit expectations, especially for rookies coming into, um, you know, week one and let things develop. So it might take a couple of weeks before you see some of that, uh, you know, payoff from drafting Jamar Chase in the fourth or fifth round, sixth round, wherever it may be. And on top of that, historically, rookie wide receivers don't usually pop let's say two or three years in you've only had Justin Jefferson and OBJ I believe that kind of changed Mm -hmm. that narrative rookie running backs is a different story because your Saquon's your Zeke's they've became your workhorse backs you know right out the gate so don't let you know Justin Jefferson fool you to be like okay I need to go get Devontae Smith because he's going to have an awesome rookie season where you know, who knows what will happen week one or, you know, Jamar Chase. Not to say that, you know, you shouldn't have drafted them saying you got to limit your expectations and maybe find better options for at least week one, week two. All right. We're almost done here. Let's see. We got your beloved Jets, uh, Lance versus the Panthers, Sammy D, Zach Wilson, all that jazz. Tell us what yeah. you see here. Uh, I want to see what Michael Carter does. I have him in a in a league. Um, <gasps> I don't. You have him in a league. Draft. Yeah, I, I don't typically I draft you... any homers. 
Um, oh. But it's one of those things. You're looking in the middle rounds, and you're like, I need to run yep. back again. So what am I going to do? Am I going to sniff my nose up at a rookie <laughs> running back? Um, but that's that's about as much as I'm looking for from the Jets. I'm not expecting a miracle out of Wilson. I'm not expecting any of their wide receivers to make me rethink not drafting them. On the other side, I do want to see does Darnold is Darnold able to actually put together strings of games where he's electrifying. That's, you saw one or two. That's going to be a great one game, or two man. in the Jets, but we need to see multiple games. I don't. I don't. I don't want to see. Uh, Ooze, don't come talking to me because he puts up three touchdowns this week. He played the Jets. Okay? <laughs> come three to parties? me when he puts when he's got fourteen of them by week four. Come talk to me then. We got um, revenge game too, and I just noticed oh, that. And you know how players both, like to get for back. Both Sammy D and Robbie Anderson. Yeah, exactly. What? Right. So I, I envision, and I ha- I'm in a suicide pool, and I took the Panthers in this one. I envision, uh, you know, the Panthers beating up your Jets, but hopefully we get some, you know, fancy production out of this game. Yeah. Let's go Dolphins and the team that just can't cut beloved Cam Newton, the New England Patriots ooze. What do you see here? We got Tua. We've got uh, so, the Patriots. Yeah, so this one so, I don't know about. Yeah, so this is a this is a this is a game. This is a game slate that we're not really worried about, right? Um, Mac Jones, he's probably as a wait and see type of thing. Um, we're looking at Miles Gaskin on the Dolphin side, Mike Kosicki, and Jared Waddle. You know, uh, but the only thing I'm worried about is the Patriots defense because Bill Pelichick is undefeated against rookie quarterbacks. And even though two was in this is year two, he only played eight games last year. So I'm still considering a rookie quarterback. Okay. So um, there's a first for everything. There, there is a first for everything. When it comes to Bill Belichick, I mean, I'm going to take him against. I'm like, I'm 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 undefeated in bets against Zeus right now. So, oh my goodness, the best I've ever (laughs) finished yet. But, anyways, um, but on the Patriots side, probably only Damian Harris since he's probably your flex or number two uh, running back. But um, there's only four players, like like I said, Miles Gaskin is going to be your number two. Um, Hopefully, um, Kasiki is going to be your number one tight end if you if you punt on him. And Jared Waddle, see if he's a good flex. If not, he's a bench player. Lance, some we've people, got some people might be looking at Tua to see what his production is because they might have taken him as a uh, late round flyer, second round, uh, second quarter, a quarterback sitting on their bench. So that'll be something you watch, but not necessarily something you start. Correct. Lance, we've got the Broncos and the New York Giant football team. We're going to be looking at Cortland Sutton, Teddy Bridgewater, Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon, and then obviously Saquon, Kenny G, any of those guys in the Giants. So what we got here? I think they're not going to play Saquon too much. They're going to limit him. So his his ability to put up a lot of points this week is going to be lower. Um, again, if you drafted him, it's probably in the late first round if you took him that high. Or a second round. So, again, you're probably starting on hoping for anything. Um, most of the players that I'm looking for are coming from Denver's side. 
I want to see Cortland Sutton. I want to see Devontae Williams. I want to see Jerry Judy. And I want to see what Teddy Bridgewater does. Is he going to be somebody that I want to look for on my waiver wire um, as my my uh, bye week um, quarterback? Or is, is this something that's going to give me an idea? Because if they can't put up points against the Giants, it's going to be a lot of questions on if they could put up points against any, anybody. Um, so that's I'm watching Denver's offense and those players to see what they end up doing. Ooze, we've got the Packers and the Saints, the game that got moved because of the hurricane. We've got your, our boy Jameis and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, the only QB starting there between those two is uh, Aaron Rodgers, right? Um, packed with, you know, two-piece two, two, uh, two piece package deal with uh, Devontae uh, Adams and also having it with the running back um, Aaron Jones. Those are your, your three stars over there. Um, I know a lot of Unless people like Tunyon. Tunyon. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I took words out of my mouth a lot. I know a lot of people like Tunyon here. I do, you know, the loving touchdowns from last year, I used to see a huge, huge regression here. You know, I don't think he's going to get that 11 touchdown type of thing, especially with Randall Cobb here, come, you know, coming back home. Um, uh, Lazar is still there. You know, I'd I don't be surprised think... if Randall Cobb puts in 300 yards this year. Uh, I'd be you, real surprised. You, I think, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's going to be a, a, a fair work tour for the, Green Bay duo of Randall Cobb and uh, Aaron jo- um, Aaron Rodgers. So I think he's going to, you know, try to feed him a little bit, maybe even force feed him a little bit. Um, and probably Devontae Adams, to be honest. They all might go and, and leave him stranded. So uh, when you talk about fantasy relevance there, I think those are the guys. Tunyon, I, mark my words, is going to be regression. I think he's going to be maybe around six, seven touchdowns this year. I don't see 11. There's no shot. It was ele- and it was eleven with like three hundred yards. I I just don't see him part of like the the eating away the target share when Randall Cobb is still there. Um, but he's such a big target and he's such he a big is, target right around yeah. the end zone, and that's yeah. where that one's hard. That but one's I, hard. But I feel because like because Devontae Adams is going to have safety help and press coverage. But that's why I feel like Randall Cobb steps in, being the faster guy, even though he's older, but it's short field, so he's going to be taking advantage of that. Um, but again, we'll see. You know, what I mean, this is why we love football. This is why we can't wait for the season to start. Um, Saints is very tricky for me. You know, Callaway is a is your flex play. Uh, Tyquan Smith was a flex play, so but we have to see if he's even going to play um, uh, on Sundays due to him being absent from practice today, th- being Thursday. And then you have uh, Alvin Kamara. Instant start, instant lock in. He's going to find, he's going to be running most of the, like he, he's going to have most of the shares for running. And he's also going to be having most of the target shares because I don't think they even have any other wide receiver. You know what I mean? Didn't so, they just look, cut, um, didn't they just cut a running back over there too? Oh, uh, Latavius Murray. Yeah. He's so out. If of you there. drafted him as a handcuff. Better figure out what your handcuff is going forward because that's not the handcuff no more. He's out of there. I think Ty. I think Ty Jones. If, Ty, if I'm Jones not mis- yeah. Ty Jones is the number two now. Um, but you know, we'll see. But that's all. That's that's all you you want looking for for that uh, Saints game. And then last game, 
Lance, let's close it out. We've got Chicago Bears versus the LA Rams, Stafford. And then I think versus, Andy Dalton, right? Yeah, Andy Dalton has a starting job. So Fields, if you drafted him, he's sitting on your bench. Keep him there. Stafford, uh, I know a lot of people were high on him. Let's see if he can do it. Um, if he's able to throw, that means you're drafting of Cooper Cup in the fourth, fifth round. You're drafting of Robert Woods in the fourth, fifth round are going to be big, big wins for you because not just a year ago, not just two years ago, both of those were going in the mid to late second round. And if they start putting up that production again, you're going to be, you're going to be sitting pretty because Woods is still fast and Cooper Cup still has the foot skills to get open, turn those quarterbacks, the cornerbacks around, turn those uh, safeties to the wrong side of the field and catch those open balls. Stafford has no problem throwing the deep ones. Stafford had no problems pushing it into coverage. He did it his whole life with Calvin Johnson. He'll do it again. He did it with Galladay before that. He'll do it with these two. He's got more weapons than he's used to. And I just don't expect that tight end to be useful. I don't expect that tight end to be useful for he never did it with Eric Ebrams. He never did it with most tight ends in Detroit, and I don't expect them to do it here in L.A. Outstanding. Well, good stuff, guys. We got through all the games. We'll see how many we get through next week. Let uh, me let me suggest a quick uh, a quick segment. Go ahead. Who do I start? Um. So what are we gonna do? I'm gonna give you yeah one, from one of my one team. teams. One of, one of my fantasy teams, I'm going to give you guys a few players. You guys let me know which one I should start and why. Okay. So flex I'm position, I'm looking for my flex here, right? Currently, I have T. Higgins sitting in there. I have Chenault, Damian Harris, Michael Gallup, and Antonio Brown. Out of those five, who do I put in that flex? Full point those. PPR. One Half flex. point PPR? Full. Full. Full point PPR. Gallup is out. Um, Henderson is like one of mine. T. Higgins. No, T. Higgins is sitting there. T. Higgins. He didn't say Henderson. Damian Harris and Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown's out also. Okay, so Gallup and Brown is out. We're not even yep. thinking there. Yep. Uh, I think I I think you're correct in keeping T Higgins there. I think T Higgins with, I think the lineup is going to be um, for that team. It's going to be Boyd, Boyd, Higgins, Jamar, but Jamar is going to be sitting behind the number one spot because I don't think they're trust uh, trust trusting his catching. So T Higgins mm-hmm. in the PPR. Um, still, still familiar with, uh, still familiar with uh, Joe Burrow. I think you got that right there, T. Higgins. You I like, I like T. Higgins. Who was the second player? Chanel. Chanel intrigues me, especially in that game because of it's Houston. I say T. Higgins first, but I would be on the fence uh, thinking Chenault, about yeah. Chanel. And I agree with Ooze with Michael Gallup and Antonio Brown just because they're, you know, the threes yeah, there. Yeah, they're, it, they're the threes and fours on their team. Yeah. So I'm not really worried about that for them that, that week. I think the reason why Chenault was away from me 
is that yes, we saw. Um, I like how they put um, uh, Lawrence out there to play preseason, but goes against twos and threes and fours, right? Now he's going against pure number ones. He's still a rookie, you know what I mean? So for me, I want to see that, see how he does, even though he's the number one overall pick. All right, guys. So those were our uh, week one, our week one preview. And I like that uh, little segment you had there. And we're going to end with our first in-season tip. So we're going to give you a tip each week. The first one will be make sure your flex is always the latest player to play in your roster. So if you have a Thursday game, any Cowboys or Tampa Bay tonight, move them out of your flex and put them in the wide receiver or running back. Mm -hmm. You want that flex to be your last game just in case any weird injury happens and Mm -hmm. you can fill them up. Or if you need to have a more upside play by the time you get to say Sunday night or the Sunday afternoon games, or maybe, you know, you have one player for Monday, you can put in higher upside and, you know, maybe when, you know, blow your team to victory that way. So it's just a precaution, just in case anything happens. But latest game, flex spot on all your teams. Absolutely. Absolutely. That was our show, guys. We'll be back Monday. We hope you enjoyed this. This has been real from the Russell. uh... (laughs) (laughs) How are you guys feeling about this? uh, Your first matchup in the Russell League? Uh, I'm facing Cody, and he just dropped his um, defense, but he's probably going to pick one up by Sunday. I don't know. I got to look at it again, actually. Lance? Um, I'm, uh, I, I'm, I'm anticipating seeing what the Cowboys do, because that's going to make or break my night. I, I have I'm the rush. Starting- I've got four players going tonight. Oh wow! <laughs> I got Elliot Brown, Elliot Brown, Lamb, and Prescott all going tonight. And then I've got obviously uh, Pollard sitting on my bench. I've got Russell Wilson and DK stack. So hopefully that pans out. And then we got Mark Andrews, Camara, Cooper Cup, and Allen Robinson. So who's who's uh who's Cody at Cax? Our cardiac cats. Oh, Tommy. Oh, yeah. 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 I have Mike Evans and Chris Godwin going tonight. Oh, true that. So if yeah, they perform, so. you perform. Yep. I need, I need. So uh, both of you guys need high scoring games for your teams. Yeah. To be good oh, absolutely. That's what I'm, I'm looking for tonight. Hopefully. You know what I mean? It, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. And I, I'm already getting offers for uh, um, Kyle Pitts out, the, out here. So. <laughs> <laughs> we'll yeah, see. I stole that. All right, I was one click away from hitting end, but this time it's for real, guys. It's been, real. it's been and real. It's been real. Thank you for watching.